0: Greetings and salutations and welcome to Recasted, the podcast out to save the world, one Recasted film at a time. Yeah, yeah, take that aliens. Uh, We are ever closer to the one true holiday, that is Halloween. So we continue our month of movies based on books written by Stephen King, a master of horror, by doing movies that really have not been all that scary in the traditional sense. Really, none of them have been scary.
1: (laughs) This one's supposed to be scary. No. (laughs)
0: No. So we've got, oh, we only got partial of the Scooby gang here today, Mm -hmm. which is a little sad. But starting with the memory warehouse guard himself, Hassa. Hello. uh, And I am slowly descending into paranoid madness, Chris. (laughs) I like how I got the coolest thing in this this movie. (laughs) That warehouse is the coolest thing in this movie. (laughs) Our movie choice today has a lot of really big actors, but it can't decide between being a horror, science fiction, thriller, or a disaster movie. Or a comedy. Or a comedy. <laughs> I, yeah. Can't forget the vulgarity of this movie. <laughs> yes. But let's hopefully have the book explain more of what was going on. But none of us read the book. No. So let's try to remake the film Dreamcatcher. Yeah. Yeah. Good old Dreamcatcher. Dreamcatcher. So, so many big names. Oh, yeah. Huge names. <laughs>
1: um, but thing is... There is one big name from then. Oh, yeah. Right? The only Morgan Freeman. Like, no one knew who Damien Lewis was at the time. This was... I think this was even before Band of Brothers, or maybe just after Band I of Brothers. I think
0: it was along the same Actually, I timeline. Look, I can look that up. Because um, both Damien Lewis and... Uh, Donnie uh, Wahlberg? Yes. Yeah. We're in Band of Brothers. Yeah.
1: So many people were in that show. Um, 2001. <laughs> it was like Game of Thrones. So this is just after. This is just after. Yeah. Um but like he, that was pretty much the only thing, at least for me, anyway. I knew him for the only reason a lot of my friends went and saw this movie in theaters. Anyway, was because it had a short from one of the from the animatrix at the beginning of it, which is the thing that was coming out at the time. And the flight of Osiris <sighs> is that the one that's them fighting in the um, dojo, like sex fighting in the dojo. Cutting, well, they're, like, cutting pieces of their clothing off, and, like, they're flirting, and... Uh, Maybe? I think it was Cyber Osiris. It was really, really well done animation mm. and all that stuff, so... But, yeah. that's I remember that being a big thing for this movie, so...
0: Yes, because nothing else in this movie was worth going to see.
1: <laughs> no, Um it only made $81 million total throughout the whole world. Yeah. And I think part of that was people going, <laughs> wanting to watch that short... <laughs>
0: um 80 million was because people <laughs> wanted to go see the animatrix yes. one million was seeing Dreamcatcher.
1: but like you said like this cast is huge timothy oliphant who we love now everyone loves mm-hmm. Pe- jason lee who everyone loved in the 90s because yeah. of the kevin smith films yeah
0: mall rats and all them uh, yeah
1: um
0: damien lewis who is a great actor completely and he's he's had this he's had homeland and billions billions yeah, yeah. Which like,
1: and he like as corny and cheesy as all the acting is in this movie, I think his performance is the best because he has to talk to himself in his basically his accent, the English mm-hmm. one, and then the Americanized version of Jonesy,
0: Jonesy and Mister Gray.
1: Yeah, but it's just yeah, this movie is so corny and cheesy. Like he uses a gun as a phone at one point because it rings. <laughs> Hello. Oh, Jonesy. <laughs> call, call 1-800-HENRY. But um, and they don't show the other half of the conversation, so it's just him <laughs> in a jeep talking to a gun.
0: It looks so stupid. So, again, neither of us read the book, Mm-mm. or I'm assuming I, I know I haven't, but I'm guessing you haven't. No, because I um, never. this is one of the movies I never enjoyed, so I never really wanted to go back and read the book. And I was wondering if like that was explained, because in the beginning of the movie, he tries to shoot himself, and mm-hmm. then the phone goes off. Right? Oh, that's true, yeah. And He's, then, because he, he accidentally ends up shooting his degree. Uh, that, it was probably one of those things. So, like, it's like, is that kind of linked to the power where it's like, like oh, you're going to shoot yourself? Hey, what are you doing? Hey. It, it's possible, because, like, I'm, I'm going to be a little peda-
1: pedantic about this, but, like, they're obviously linked by the Shining.
0: The Shining. Right? They're, they're, they're linked by
1: this force where they can communicate across
0: great distances. But... Okay, keep going. I'll, and they,
1: um, they all have different abilities.
0: Do they? Yes. Do they? <laughs> Timothy Oliphant was the only one that really had a different ability.
1: Yes. Um, I think, I'm going to guess in the book, they all had separate ones that.
0: Because I couldn't figure out what Beaver really could do other than. He knew talk. something
1: bad was going to happen. Remember, he called Jonesy and was like, be careful, I feel like something bad's going to happen. And that's just right before he gets run over by a car. Hmm. On um, Hastings, by the way, where we live. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, holy crap, that's Save on Meats.
0: <laughs> I saw the Save on Meats. I'm like, that's got to be downtown. Yeah.
1: That's uh, one of the worst streets in Vancouver, everybody. But Save on Meats was on uh, an episode of... Save on Meats is apparently amazing. Dining,
0: drivers, and dies. I think. That road, like, oh, yeah,
1: a, no. not even a block don't, down from don't. that Save on Meats, is like a homeless commune, like market thing. And it's just... Mm-hmm. Un- unfortunately disgusting let's go with that mm-hmm. um, but, but yeah, that was that was weird and so that's what I think Beavers is I think the fact that um, sorry Thomas Jane's character Henry, Henry is a psychiatrist I feel that that's his thing but he can like read minds I yeah I think it's he's more of the, the empathic and obviously Damien Lewis's character has the vault he can remember everything
0: but he, well, not everything. He has to throw things out. True, but I don't think the rest of them have that. But they say that when they're sitting around, they're like, "Oh yeah, your, oh yeah, your memory vault. Oh yeah, we all have that." And they're like, "What?" Mm-hmm. Like,
1: it was such a weird. And I, I think it's one of those things too. Like, I, again, maybe I'll go eventually read this book, and I'll come up with another podcast and be like, "Hey, this is why this movie sucked more." Um, but. I think for story purposes and stuff too. Like, I get I get the impression that Beaver doesn't use his power often, which is why he forgot stuff. Mm-hmm. Right, because he didn't remember the memory vault. Mm-hmm. Right. Um.
0: So, also, what was it with his fixation on um toothpicks? Toothpicks.
1: No idea. It's a oral like, fixation.
0: He couldn't
1: which, sit there. By the way, wasn't the reason he was called Beaver? Which made no sense to me. Like, wouldn't that be the reason he's called Beaver? Mm-hmm. But they call him Beaver as a kid, and he's not chewing anything. True. So was his name just Beaver? Yeah. Like,
0: <laughs> Maybe it was Leave It to Beaver.
1: Couldn't they have just, like, changed the name? It's like, hey, Phil. Like, mm-hmm. when he was a kid. Like, call him by his name, and then when he grows up and actually beca- gets the oral fixation of
0: chewing on toothpicks, they know him as Beaver. Right? It was just a weird... Because, yeah. I, I, like, watch that whole scene where they're in the washroom, and I'm like... Really, you're going to risk your life for a toothpick?
1: The first thing I would have said before I said told Jonesy to run off is get me a goddamn toothpick. Yeah, because I'm freaking out. Because there, if you when if you remember when they walked into the cabin, mm-hmm. there's a hundred of them on the kitchen table. So he's like, just go grab me a toothpick. I'll be fine after that. Then go get the tape. What did they call it? I they don't. called it something other than duct tape, and it was like weird for me. I'm like, huh?
0: I don't know. <laughs> yeah sticky tape
1: it was something stupid like that like obviously they couldn't say a brand name right so but yeah that's that and then timothy oliphant we all love for reasons like the man has charisma oozing out of his ears even in like the mandalorian yep like as 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 much as he isn't in a lot of like amazing things we uh, he shows up i know but like People talk about him with such reverence, and deservedly so. The man is amazing. Even in this, he played really. He did a really good job, mm-hmm. like playing this down on his luck car salesman who can't get a date to save to... his life, even though he's
0: Timothy Oliphant. <laughs> well, he's a little creepy. Yeah, let's be honest. Yeah, if somebody's like, he totally freaks out that lady. Oh, hey, yeah. So if I find your keys, here they are. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. This. <sighs> So, like I said, this movie just couldn't decide on what it wanted to be. No. No. Because it was like, okay, so it's some sort of weird illness going through, and then it's... Oh, no, it's aliens. Which they call the Ripley for some reason. Because they named it after the alien. I know, or, but... Um,
1: so, just me, just on a, a pure aesthetic from the movie purposes, mm-hmm. why are you not calling this thing Rust? It looked like rust. Mm, true. <laughs> like,
0: I don't know. You've yeah. called it a hundred different things.
1: And it looks like some sort of mold. Yeah.
0: But like it, it didn't explain what that was all about. Other than it infected the animals, but then they had to eat it to grow the little worm things. Yeah. And then the worm things laid eggs that grew other worm things, but were they not the big like? What? I did not understand what was no. going
1: It was a little weird, and obviously the larger creatures were designed after gray aliens, of course, mm-hmm. when they were projecting what we thought they we wanted to see. Mm-hmm. And then for some reason just looked like Zerg <laughs> after that.
0: With the legs? Yeah.
1: And the... yeah. yeah. Zerg rush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Like, yeah, like I just, I, and, but I do really love, like, there are ideas in this movie that I love. Mm-hmm. The brain vault, as I said at the beginning, mm-hmm. mind vault, whatever they call should it should
0: have been explored more,
1: was cool. Like, and I love the aesthetic of it. And he, he, he uses that before, uh, again later in different books. Like, I think it's mm-hmm. in Doctor Sleep as well. Um, yeah, whatever. It's mm-hmm. in Doctor Sleep as well. I was going to try and remember how it, how it shows up, but I can't remember exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, But, I don't know, it just looked so awesome, and, like, how he had to, like, manage it and stuff like that was such a cool way of doing it. Him hiding in the office and watching what was happening to his body out the window I thought was a really cool idea. Um, The the fact that the aliens project what we might want to see onto them, because, like, when he first encounters Mr. Gray, Mr. Gray looks like a nice, friendly alien, and then right before it bamps into dust, it... (laughs) (laughs) bam <laughs> um, turns like, into the, the creature that we, we know is him. evil yeah so
0: yeah i i mean one of the things i found interesting was the fact that when the, uh blue boys what's that what the company's called oh the um the military the guys non-military military yeah yeah like i i kind of like the idea that they're like as they're flying in they're like no we're defenseless help us and then he's just like no And then they just, like, mow them down, and then they turn out to be, like, asshole aliens anyways. But then, okay, so here's my my next question, and I don't know about the book, and I don't know what's going on, but... We have established that we do not know the book. Dundits. Dundits? Dundits. Dundits. Is he the same species of alien? Because he did not look the same. No, he was not. But he was similar design. Yes, That's one of the things I've written and thing
1: for my changing is they have to be a, when that, when that reveal happens, which I still think is fine, you can do the reveal at the end. He has to be a drastically different looking alien. Right. But I'm guessing limits of 2003 CGI, they were like, okay, we can't have these two giant CG aliens fight we can do that now hmm. and i think that should be a bigger part of the movie like not a movie but like that scene that scene should be these two 12 foot tall aliens fighting i wouldn't and even, then
0: killing each other i wouldn't even do the 12 foot like i'd do the the mr gray one being big but i do dunnets as more of like oh, i'm kind of thinking like the abyss remember the abyss like, like the tentacle not the tentacle but like the little
1: oh like the glowy glowy kind of like manta ray like mm.
0: kind of make them a, a smaller version but like mm.
1: a little more no, glowy and whatnot no mm. matter what they need to be drastically different yeah.
0: looking aliens because mr gray has to be kind of this is gonna sound weird kind of has to be fearful of dunnets in my opinion he, he is because he's like wait who gave you all this and yeah. then he's like why is there nothing in here mm-hmm. which there was they just didn't go to it yeah, he
1: have not gotten there yet yeah
0: and then be like, "Oh, it's," I and mean, then it's like, "Dudits." But he doesn't know, like, if I was to come to another planet and be like, "Oh, Charles," <laughs> like, you're not gonna know their names unless you know their species. True, but Dudits is very well. That's <laughs> our language. Yeah, but it's still a very
1: like unique. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anybody else on the planet named Dudits.
0: But that wasn't his name. First True, story, but, but he was
1: also born a human. God, that was—I was so confused <laughs> by this, because like he had a mom, like, huh. and that's where I was wondering, like, that—that's where I was wondering, like, where things might have been chopped out of the book or out of the movie, because hmm. like, even if they just say, "Oh yeah, he's
0: an adopted kid," I would have gone with adopted. I would have gone with, while well, an alien took him over when he was a young, like, yeah. as a child, like.
1: But like like most Stephen King things, when we when we meet Duddits, he is getting bullied by the worst bullies on the planet. Um, like <laughs> just like that's assholes. just a that's such a Stephen King thing. Like he must have been bullied to like hell when he was a kid.
0: Did you almost think this was kind of not? similar to Stand by Me, but like that oh, beginning where like four of them going to see something you're like one hundred percent Stand by Me. Yeah. That's exactly
1: the vibes I get. They're walking down train tracks, they all yeah. look like the characters from Stand by Me. <laughs> um yeah but it's just one bi- well, it is one big universe, I guess. Yeah. So Yeah. Um actually not necessarily not all of his things no, take place in his universe, right? So um but yeah like with that yeah they're they've stripped him down, they've beat him and they're trying to get him to eat shit. <laughs> Like I've had a lot of bullies in my life, none of them were that bad, or no. like when you go with it, where they're carving pe- their names into their stomachs like with a knife, yeah. like I guess the fifties and sixties might have had worse bullies than yeah. the nineties did when I was growing up, but yeah, a lot more emotional abuse than physical abuse when i was when I was growing up, yeah. a lot of name calling and teasing and stuff like that.
0: So. Maybe that's what it came from. They're like, "Oh, we can't physically hit each other now, so we just need to call <laughs> each other names because you can't prove it." Uh, yeah. But yeah, like, but then like that whole conversation too when they show up and it's like, "Wow, well, you just tell me—is it which one's the fast runner?" Henry. Oh, it's it's um, uh,
1: Timothy Oliphant's character, Pete. Pete.
0: Because he's like, oh, he, he's Petey. Like, Petey, if I tell you to run, you run. You're not going to catch him. And they're like, oh, that's him? Oh, yeah, we won't be able. And you're like.
1: But the thing is, like, he that that's a possibility. He might be a track star at school. They just mm-hmm. don't know what he looks like, right? So.
0: But he's also, like, three years younger. So. And one of the guys is on the football team. Not meaning. Quarterback, he has, though. Quarterback. Okay, no. yeah, I was going to say. Like, not he's not he necessarily stamina. the fastest person, right? He just got a good throwing arm. Yeah. So, anyway.
1: How do you want to change this movie? Whoa,
0: whoa, whoa, whoa. You oh. want some fun facts? Yes, right. Fun, fun fact. facts. And I got one for you as well. Fun yeah. facts for Chris. Woo! Woo! One day, we'll have... Duddits. <laughs> Duddits. Okay, well, Hold Thomas...
1: Before, sorry. Um, just a little caveat. We decided not to recast Duddits because he is this
0: intriguingly
1: completely different weird form of some sort of mental illness that we didn't feel comfortable with without knowing exactly what it is i'm sure it's
0: described in the book what he has um or again like it's the alien or it's something like it's something like and you know he's sick too like Mm -hmm. and like
1: this is something that stephen king really likes to do is he likes to make one of his characters have some sort of mental disability um, whether it be even as little as stuttering like in uh. It um, that they have to like parts of that so uh, we didn't feel comfortable because obviously if he is say an autistic person we would want to cast an autistic actor to do that or whatever mm. whatever whatever um, but since
0: we Dude. didn't know exactly what was wrong with him we didn't feel comfortable doing that also like again one of the things is I, I mean it might be inherent to the character that like that's why it's portrayed but it can be changed a hundred different ways. True. And when we get to the changes, I'll talk about it a little Sounds bit more. Um, but fun facts. So, Thomas Jane, who played Henry. And the Punisher. And the Punisher. <laughs> starred in this film because his mother was a big fan of Stephen King and told him to. Hmm. I
1: wonder if that's why he also starred in The Mist. No oh, probably. Which is an actually really good yeah, Stephen King adaptation
0: of a movie. Has one of the best endings. <sighs> Which wasn't
1: wasn't the Stephen King ending. No,
0: and Stephen King loves that ending. Yeah, because
1: they just drove off into the mist at the end of the movie, at the end of the book. And like, yeah, that that ending is such a brutal
0: ending. But it's so...
1: (laughs) That's Frank Darabont, who did Shawshank Redemption and Walking Dead and all that stuff. So,
0: So, the flashback to childhood, where the group decides to search for the missing Josie, who apparently had another scene with the kids, by the way, Hmm. um, was filmed in Robert's Burnaby Park in Burnaby, BC, Canada. On the yeah. corner of Hill Street and Wedgwood Avenue. Cool. Ooh. That's very specific. It's <laughs> very close. Yeah. For those who still don't know, we are in BC, yep. so <laughs> after Save on Meats. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephen King wrote the novel while recovering from a near-fatal accident. Because of his injuries, he wrote the novel in longhand. The accident is reflected in the story, particularly a graphic scene in which a vehicle runs down a major character. This ties uh, into my fun fact. Where the reason why Stephen King doesn't actually like this book Mm -hmm. is
1: because he wrote it in that situation, but also drugged out on Oxy.
0: Oh, yeah. So (laughs) he wrote a a few of those books drugged out.
1: Yeah. so I remember remember when that happened. I remember the news saying that Stephen King had been run over by a car because all the jokes were and it didn't have a driver
0: because right? it was christine, christine
1: yeah <laughs> or matt was maximum overdrive at this point i don't think so. that was also about it, it, things it, killing it, it would have been but i don't think many <laughs> people knew about maximum overdrive thankfully but yeah i remember when this happened like i remember when he got run over and because mm-hmm. like i had always heard of stephen king as one of my best friends as his mom is a huge stephen king fan so i'd yeah. always known about him but
0: yeah hmm uh, Mr. Gray's death in the film was completely different from the book. In the movie, he is killed by Dundits in the water supply room. <laughs> in the book, using their powers, both Henry and Dundits smother him to death with a pillow. <laughs> I want to see this in the movie. <laughs> Take this. Where'd they get the pillow? Where was the scene? They, they use, using their powers, <laughs> they got the, a pillow and smothered, smothered. him. <laughs> okay. Um. La- lastly, uh, Stephen King sold the movie rights for one dollar. One dollar. Probably
1: because he didn't enjoy the. F-
0: He's probably like get rid of this movie. Yeah. You guys want to make this movie? <laughs> mm, okay, <laughs> go ahead.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, that kind of reminds me of a different story, but we'll talk about that a different time. Um. Yeah, the the thing is with those deals, like yeah, I sold it for a dollar, but. Was part of the contract also back end from how much it made or something like that? Like, I'm sure that was part of the deal, too. Or he really just didn't care.
0: Or it was one of those ones where it's like, hey, sell us a bunch of your movies for a deal. And he's like, okay, well, I'll sell you this, this, and this. And it's going to be $6 Or it's going to be six million mm-hmm. be $6, 000, one dollars and I'll give
1: you a <laughs> <laughs> Dreamcatcher. I'll give you too. <laughs> yeah, I'm <the> only one. <laughs> We want to
0: just, you know, Shawshank. <laughs> just and the mist and the <laughs> mist. <missed. laughs> yeah. Because this, I think, I think it was um, one of the last ones that Castle Rock Entertainments did. Yeah. And this one, also, it, I read somewhere. I, I don't know if it was a director or producer, but they're like this movie like destroyed their career because it was so poorly received.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. This movie was
0: not well done. So, that being said, how do you change it? Um, I change it
1: in a few ways. Um, one of the thing is. I really disliked how vulgar this movie was between the farting bodies. um, I don't actually
0: mind that, but keep going.
1: And this the way they talk to each other. Like, I like Jason Lee, but he was just Brody from Mallrats. Mm -hmm. Like, he had the same delivery. He had the same vulgarity. He had the same everything. And which I didn't like. I'm sure this is how those characters were written. Um,
0: I think this book is only like 423 pages like, yes. or something. It's small. King
1: King likes writing some of his characters like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Like they're kind of littered all over his books. These super sweary kind of yeah. really rude people. But there's no reason why he needs to be that side. Me and my friends hang out. We insult the shit out of each other all the time. But it's nothing like this. No. Like, yeah. So, like I'm sure if they want to keep the like... Some of the catchphrases, I guess, that he has are, that's fine. But like, yeah, I would change that. Um, I would also change the, obviously, as we talked about the design of the aliens. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, that, that end scene in the pump room, I would keep um, the smothering of the pillow thing seems really <laughs> stupid. Um, <laughs> <it> was fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I would have them two drastically different aliens. I kind of want to fight. I kind of want to see something, mm-hmm. um, and I think one of them should definitely, I think the evil one should definitely be super Lovecraftian because that's kind of how they tried to portray it in the yeah. book or in the movie with the worms and stuff. Speaking of the worms, I like to keep them kind of the same, but instead of having the mouth on the end or on the side, mm-hmm. um, I really, really enjoy the look of the new sand worm from Dune.
0: Oh. Like
1: just that, all those super long pointy teeth pointing into the center of this black maw. Um, That's the lamprey Yeah, kind of um, But kind of more like that I'd like them to look like that like, But I kind of want the blackness on the inside Like no, mm. you don't see any other mouth You don't see anything else Like mm. it's just black Because these things are These things are a creature from outer space That you have no idea how anatomy works for them True Right? So I think I think if you take the right people Because like Lovecraftian stuff is not easy to do, but there's a lot of people out there who can do it well. And I think Mm -hmm. those are the types of people you need to get to do these aliens. Because I want them to look cool. I don't want them to look like Zerg. Right? (laughs) Zerg. Or double down and just make them Zerg. Because Zerg were cool looking too. I'm Mm -hmm. I'm serious, right? Like, (laughs) So... Because is basically based on Xenomorphs, just in a different little this little way. So mm-hmm. you know, anyway, that's how just I mo- make it Xenomorphs. Yeah, that's, that's it. I, that's how I mostly change it. Um, I really, really liked, as cheesy and stuff as it was, the the Damian Lewis of him talking to himself in different accents. Yes, uh, I I think that was super well done. <clears throat> um, I just think all the dialogue in this movie was cheesy and hokey and stupid. Um, but yeah, I think that's about it. I would just, yeah, I'd rewrite it so that it wouldn't be as dumb sounding. I,
0: I agree. So some of the things that I decided to change is um, it, it has to decide on what it wants to be. Does it want to be a horror or does it want to be a sci-fi or whatnot? Mm-hmm. I wanted to take, uh, like, basically you keep dud uh, dudits that it? dudits yeah dudits sorry i even have it written down it's just really hard dudits like i want to keep him out of the film as much as possible till the end mm-hmm. and i almost the the flashback scenes like i i want to take most of those out yeah and just have them kind of like talk about it cuz they even say like they go oh this is his or who, whose cabin is it? But see, that's another
1: thing about that I don't under, understand about the thing. Because they even say, this is the 20-something year we've come up to this cabin yeah. to hold vigil or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So, like, is Dudit sending them up there to make sure that... Because he knows Mr. Gray is coming and he's coming yeah. there. Is that... like? And then that's why he gave them the powers. Because he says that in the, one of the flashbacks. He mm-hmm. goes, we need to save this girl. Mm-hmm. You know yes it's a mystery he's thinking he's thinking they're saying mystery but he's actually saying mr gray
0: mm-hmm. right so yeah so i want to keep him out till like the end i don't even think i'd get henry to go off and get him yeah i think i just have have him show up
1: well i'd have henry he
0: henry looking and then yeah you have him sh- show up and then it's just kind of like the reveal of like oh it's him mm-hmm. and then it's like mr gray even going oh it's him shit <laughs> Right? Like kind of that John Wick moment. Oh, it's a red
1: one. We can't do this. <laughs> oh no. Why?
0: Oh. Explain this. <laughs> Stupid venom. It's a red one. <laughs> um again with with the military like I, I like the idea of them just going out and be like, oh, we've been doing this for a long time. Yeah. Um I don't really want to see as much of like them blowing up a ship and everything. I just want to kind of see the, co- like, the helicopters going over, and maybe one of them can, like, read one of their minds briefly, and they can hear what's going on. Yeah. And then you just hear explosions and shit. Um,
1: I don't know. I, th- I think as, as stupid as looking as that scene was, because obviously mm-hmm. it was all 2003 CGI, yeah. um, I think it does establish that group mm-hmm. as for what they do. Like, they do this all the time,
0: and aliens are apparently coming here all the time trying to take us down. But I think you can also do that similarly where you just have them, like, in the woods on, like, the net perimeter. Mm -hmm. And every so often you just, like, something starts walking up to them, and you can hear them, and then they just start mowing it down. Yeah. I'm
1: not saying there isn't a different way of doing it. I'm just Mm -hmm. saying, like, you need to establish what these people are. Not, They're not just a new thing that's like this is the first time they've seen aliens like you need to establish the fact that these guys have been doing this for a long
0: time and you can do that too in like the easy way of like you know on the helicopters on the side they could have like the x'd out ufos or something like Mm. you can do a bunch of different ways um i think utilizing the abilities and defining them a little bit more 100 percent. like
1: but i i would get that just because like no matter what as we go along with mm-hmm. Stephen King adaptations, they get better and better because they are following more and more of what the book is actually Yeah, but this is saying.
0: A, this might be one of the ones where you, you need to go out of the book a bit. But the thing is
1: you don't know if the book yeah, mentioned what their powers were, right? So,
0: And like, yeah, like Beaver, okay, make it a little more why he needs a toothpick. Mm-hmm like it's part of the the thing right he has but to have the thing for me
1: like it'd be as easy as being like so the toothpick working for the quits quitting smoking true because right? that's what a lot of people do they f- they change mm-hmm. the oral fixation for one thing to the other right
0: yeah or, or you well. just it's one of the 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 triggers so he can use mm-hmm. or calm down or like something like yeah. that um what else was i changing i'm trying to remember no, I think I mean that's it's basically it you gotta figure it out like I said I would I go with you change the design a bit of the aliens make it's much different looking like I would want a much smaller creature, but that's why the bigger one is is kind of fearful of them The fight between Abraham and owen yes let's let's not do a helicopter versus a guy on the ground versus an m p five yeah and then a a handgun (laughs) yes like let's not let's have let's have them in the watershed at some point too
1: yeah something
0: some other you
1: know mm -hmm. confluence of those two characters yes i agree Um, it was so poorly done
0: apparently i forgot this as well apparently um abraham curtis the colonel played by morgan freeman morgan freeman um no never mind i'm not gonna try it um (laughs) Was named originally Abraham Kurtz, Colonel Kurtz, which oh, okay. is the same as Apocalypse Now. Yeah. And they even mentioned that in the book, that that's, but apparently they didn't want to so do that. So they changed his name for the movie? Yeah. Oh, weird. But yeah, like have him, his character too. I kind of liked his character. Like he'd been doing this for so long that he's pretty much just been like driven insane. And they're like, well, new reports show that this isn't really affecting everybody just mm-hmm. you know a small percentage and yeah. like now we gotta burn them all <laughs> napalm <laughs> but so, i think you should also
1: see that like if you really want to go that far with it like you should see them killing mm. civilians
0: well and i think you should right? also see the three-star general mayhew yeah, Matthew, you see him very little. who just walks in he's like we detected some radio well i'm calling my wife okay i'll be out of here in an hour that's, that sounds good. Yeah. Like I'd rather see him like pull this guy out of the yeah, trailer like, and be like, "You, this is this is you've gone too far this time." Yeah. Right. Like we're shutting this down. Yeah. You guys. Because wh- then just let him take a helicopter later.
1: <laughs> well, like yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Like, oh, he's,
0: he's a helicopter starting. up. He's just taking an attack helicopter <laughs> for some reason. It's got a minigun loaded.
1: <laughs> Which doesn't sound like a minigun
0: when they shoot it later yeah. in the movie. You bother the crap out of me. <laughs> also, probably not the best. Best attack helicopter weapon of choice. Minigun? Yeah, I'd mm. assume rockets. True. It did have rockets. It had rockets earlier in the movie.
1: So, pew, pew. Whatever. Doesn't pew. really matter. Um, okay. Shall we get to the cast list? We shall. Shall we talk about Lawrence Kasdan? The director? The director. Uh, do the... you know who Lawrence Kasdan is? No. You do know who Lawrence Kasdan is. He directed something else.
0: Uh, he, he's... Oh, no. He wrote... The screenplay for *Empire Strikes Back*. Yes, and yeah.
1: *Return of the Jedi*. He has I got
0: it. He, he has directed a bunch of movies,
1: um, *Silverado*, which we've done in the past. Yes, um, which we enjoyed. Um, *White Earp, stuff like that. Nah. But yes, he is known for his writing talents. He has written *Star Wars: Empire Strikes Back*, *Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark*, uh, *Return of the Jedi*, um, *Silverado*. He wrote that as well. Um, yeah, like he is. He wrote the *Shadows of Empire* video game. Star Wars (laughs) Um, But yeah so he is He is known for his His writing um, Even though he did write this as well Um, But yeah it's the Indiana Jones and Star Wars movies That he is Mm. known for the most So when I saw that at the beginning I'm like Lawrence Kasdan what the hell (laughs) Yeah so He also wrote the Solo movie Which everyone loved
0: No No the only good thing in the solo movie is... uh, Tandy Newton? Chewbacca? Chewbacca. <laughs> wow. Wait, you're a 400? You look great. <laughs> okay. Let's
1: do casting. Casting. We'll casting. start with Tom Sizemore, a deplorable human being who is great in a couple of movies in this era. Uh, we've already recast him before in Black Hawk Down. He is great in Saving Private Ryan, but not a good dude <laughs> um he plays owen. <laughs> it's getting hard to remember who's good dudes and who's not these days yeah. he play. he's he plays the character of owen
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh do you want to start sure cool go ahead
0: i went with alexander skarsgård ah uh, yes you gotta get a skarsgård out here every so often
1: <laughs> you should just like there's five of them just cast all four like cast four of them as the the main actors <laughs> It's like hmm, this is <laughs> yeah. a Skazgård movie. <laughs> Colonel Curtis, Curtis is, the is dad now, is
0: now. Uh, <laughs> uh, Stellan, mm-hmm. Stellan skazgard <laughs> It's been a while since we've had. Plus, yeah. Bill was in it. Bill was in it. So the spring and the know. Castle
1: Rock TV show, which yeah. was yeah. loosely based on Stephen King
0: stuff. Yeah. So, so but no, Alexander, because I, I wanted. <sighs> That's what I forgot to mention, too. Like, I wanted this unit to be a little bit more international. Hmm. Like, I didn't just want it to be, like, the U.S. military, because it's something that's happening around the world, yeah, you you'd Yeah,
1: you'd think if so it'd, it'd, be, be like, it'd be more of a NATO, like, UN thing.
0: Yeah, because it would be like, oh, you're from the... Oh, God, where are the Scars cars from? Sweden. Sweden. <laughs> you're from the Swedish unit. <laughs> you're oh, from the Swedish.
1: You're from the Swedish, right?
0: You're from the IKEA unit. Yeah. <laughs> The Allen Key boys <laughs> taking out the bad guys one Allen Key at a time.
1: I need tungsten to live, tungsten, <laughs> <laughs>
0: but yes, but yes. Um, and yeah, he's I don't know. He was recently in, um, not the Kong, no, he was in the Kong movies, wasn't he? Was it the Kong movies or the Godzilla movies? I don't remember. Oh, he's in one of them. Yeah. I think you could do a good um, guy that's kind of questioning what they're doing now, mm-hmm. but has been doing it with this colonel for a long time, so. Anyways, who'd you have?
1: So my, as, as much as I tried to avoid it, I actually picked a fairly high-end cast for mine. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know why. we <laughs> will see next week that I am picking a fairly lower-end cast for my next week's one. Mm-hmm. Ripley. Oh no, it's in here! Oh yeah, I didn't think about that. <laughs> Sorry, my cat is named Ripley, and she's chewing on paper in our room right now. We didn't name her after yeah. Ellen Ripley,
0: so. It's apparently a lot of people do that, so. <laughs>
1: Coincidence. Um, I picked Oscar Isaac.
0: Ooh. Yeah,
1: I um, again, I'm really looking forward to doing apparently. <laughs>
0: No <laughs>
1: Really? Um, but no I think he does these Like Poe is this character Yeah Right Just without the working for the bad guy thing And nobody um, wants
0: to sleep with him in this one True <laughs> Unless maybe yeah. Morgan Freeman comes up like, Man, yeah. I, I'd uh, do
1: it So I, I think he And again it does lead to the <laughs> It does lead to the more international of it Because he is Yeah You know he is American but he's not Doesn't you know He is of Latina race latino i don't i'm sorry i'm sorry latinx latinx yeah so he's latin but yeah he's also fucking amazing so
0: wow really your yeah. wife's not here and <laughs> you've already done it three times yeah.
1: now no I, I'm, i've i never said the f word three times no, i've said other, other said words. bad
0: words <laughs> we're getting through all of them today except for the c word Mikrob? yeah <laughs> it's from an episode <laughs> of south park yeah <laughs>
1: Go ahead. Oh uh, no, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. You do yours again. <laughs> you do.
0: Alexander Skarsgård. Uh, next, <laughs> next on the Stellan Skarsgård.
1: Next on the list. Uh, Morgan Freeman, who plays Colonel Abraham. He just plays God, Curtis. But apparently, he's supposed he to be Kurtz. Kurtz. Um, I didn't actually like him in this. I didn't think it fit Morgan Freeman's
0: does, does okay thing. This bugged me the whole movie. What was up with his eyebrows? They were, like, the longest, whitest things, and it was, like, caterpillars on his face that I just couldn't get over every time I looked at him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what is up with his eyebrows it's, in this movie? They just
1: apparently didn't cut them down, apparently. So, yeah, it looked, it looked super weird. Not only that, but they were so gray. Like, I don't know if they just dyed it or know. not, but, like, yeah.
0: But I love Morgan Freeman.
1: Cause like even Morgan Freeman, Morgan Freeman, like if you just look at him, yeah. like his eyebrows are not that.
0: No, it's so. almost like
1: they did it purposely. Maybe they did. Maybe that was again. Yeah, it could
0: have been how the they
1: described the character in the book, right? Oh, my phone's ringing. Oh, we'll call them back. Yeah. Um. So. Me. Anyway, so we should have got to talk about this. This is not his first Stephen King. Nope. He did Shawshank. Yep. Right. Um, I think that's it.
0: Mm, that's Bruce Almighty with Stephen King. <laughs>
1: no, he does do one of my favorite movies of all time, though. He is in he is in Seven, which, if you look behind you, you got the poster. I have the movie poster. Oh, look,
0: it's Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman. <laughs> um. I
1: I absolutely love that movie. One day we'll
0: we'll recast that movie, and we'll talk about how much I love that movie. Yeah. I'm sorry, but like, I will always say one of my favorite Morgan Freeman movies is the Lego Movie. <laughs> because is it just for his screw up <laughs>
1: or he actually the the um i don't, I don't know i don't what, know what's going on well, here yeah, but let's just keep was going was just anyway. morgan freeman
0: <laughs> no, not the character but, but there's also like the little um a little extra it wasn't i don't think it was in the movie where he's in the recording booth as the lego man He's like, I was brought to you by the immortal voice of Morgan Freeman. That man could read the phone book and be <laughs> sexy. And then he does, and he's yeah. like, mm, listen, that sweet molasses. <laughs> you're just like, Oh, Morgan Freeman. Yeah, he has he has
1: one of the most amazing voices. Um, but yeah, I think that's only the two. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about we'll talk about another person who's done multiple Stephen King movies
0: yeah. later. later. But yeah, Morgan Freeman's great. Morgan Freeman is amazing again.
1: But I didn't like him as a
0: bad guy because to
1: me he's not a bad guy,
0: and I don't. I think I he was like, a little too much. I think he was too one-dimensional. Yeah, because yeah. I've seen like I. I didn't mind him as the bad guy, even though Wanted wasn't like a super great movie. I didn't. I didn't think about that one. But yeah, I didn't think he was a terrible bad guy in that one.
1: Mm-hmm. No, and the I, I thing is, at least in that one, he had motivation. This one was mm-hmm. just
0: weird yeah this one was just years of doing this and like yeah and you know we don't use we don't use um ranking we don't talk about that we just use we call each other you know yeah. sirs and whatnot yeah we don't do that we call you call me boss, call me boss. which is just an, a different sh- way of shoots thing, the so. guys ha- like fingers off yeah so you're just anyway. like me yeah you so, Alexander Skarsgård is a tall guy. Yes. So, I had to find somebody slightly taller because I wanted somebody slightly more imposing. And I wanted somebody because it's Halloween. And every Halloween, I always ended up picking this guy. I went with Tony Todd. Okay. Because that man is menacing. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Final Destination. You, as like, death. As death. Like, yeah. That
1: guy is just Candyman.
0: menacing. And Candyman is great.
1: Yeah. You still haven't seen the new one, have you? I
0: haven't. It's a good movie. But he's not in it, so. Blah. But Tony Todd can be this giant of a menacing man. And that's what I wanted. I wanted somebody. And, you, of course, you want somebody that you can kind of see be unhinged Yeah, by this. And, like, yeah, Tony Todd's great. Great for horror. Mm-hmm. That's what I kind of wanted. I wanted him to be kind of that black ops i've been doing this forever and don't question me boy i shoot you hmm. Boom.
1: i went with someone who i think could play the has gone insane but is hiding it better role um and i'd pick with someone who is just as menacing looking but i went with tilda swinton because, like, if, if I'm thinking of someone the who... ancient one. <laughs> but the thing is, like, not, not just that, but, like... Um, when she played the Wicked... No, Wicked Witch. The um, the White Witch from Chronicles of Narnia. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't think that book is scary. Actually, I don't think any of those books are good. That's a different story. <laughs> but, <laughs> yes, like, so she brought such fear for, to that character just because of how she acts. Um, and she is just a phenomenally talented actress and you
0: you still haven't seen the dead don't die have you no is she in that yeah, yeah. she plays a, a really weird uh, can i ruin it for you yeah sure go ahead. she plays a really weird coroner who turns out to be an alien and then as like the zombie horde's coming she's like yep i'm gonna leave now and just leaves <laughs> and they're like what <laughs> that's a weird weird movie maybe i'll watch it one but day. it's great because it's got bill murray in it yeah Um, but But yeah, I think,
1: I think if you're going to portray this person as slowly, not slowly going insane because they're already insane, but like slowly showing off that they're insane. Um, you pick that up. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but slowly showing off that they're insane. I kind of, I think she can nail that. So she's great. Yeah. So yeah. Next beaver. Leave it to beaver. Our vulgar, our vulgar, um. Alcoholic, I guess. I guess so. Because he was at a bar I don't know, at the I beginning.
0: Pete was more the alcoholic. Yeah,
1: but he only did that there. He even says that. And
0: that's what he says. <laughs> he also says, don't go back to the truck and make sure she doesn't die. And
1: <laughs> yeah. Make exactly, sure stay here and don't go back to the truck and get beer. Yeah. I'm going to go back to the truck and get beer. <laughs> <laughs>
0: anyway. Although, if, you, if I had that scene in still, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, no. And then he gets up and he's like, I'm on vacation.
1: Mm-hmm. So... This is Jason Lee. Obviously, <laughs> we know him the most from...
0: Kevin Smith movies. Kevin Smith
1: release. Like, he's going to be... He was in... But he was Chasing also... Chasing Amy. He was in Mallrats. He's going to be in the new Mallrats film. Like, he was in Jansaw and Bob Strike Back
0: as two people, I think. But was he also not... Or am I thinking... Who else am I thinking of? Uh-huh. Scott Pilgrim? Jason Lee? Was uh-huh. he not... Who who played Gideon? That was uh, Jason Schwartzman. Damn it! I got my Jason Smith step. Yeah. Um...
1: But I think, you know, also he was in the in the Alvin and Chipmunks movies as Dave. Because, you know, those were huge.
0: They made uh, like six of them. So, yes, they were probably pretty big.
1: I still think he is one of the best villains in Disney history as Syndrome.
0: I think Syndrome is no. a great villain from
1: Incredibles. I think people don't give him enough credit for the fact that he killed a crap ton of superheroes <laughs> in that movie. Like... <laughs>
0: And has the list of it to prove. Yeah, so... Just to kill Mr. Incredible.
1: And it's stuff like that that shows me that he can do more than just Brody. Yeah. Which he's been doing for years and different things. Like, he's always this kind of wise-cracking, vulgar character. Yeah. So... But, yeah. Or he's Dave from Alvin and the Chipmunks, (laughs) Chipwrecked. Or the squeak. Alvin!
0: Uh, or the remember, road, remember the in the cartoon sorry we're going back here remember in the Alvin and Chipmunks cartoon while the chipmunks were four feet tall and do you're like how how are they chipmunks do you
1: remember when they're singing brought down the Berlin Wall yeah. oh yeah because <laughs> that happened
0: <laughs> Ben yeah. and David Hasselhoff yeah. both brought down the Berlin Wall <laughs> so
1: okay who's your beaver
0: I leave it to beaver I went with Mr. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Okay. Yeah.
1: Any particular reason or just
0: because? It's Joseph Gordon Levitt. Okay, Why cool. Not? Moving on. <laughs> um, no, because he can kind of. I wanted to go a bit back on the, like, as we were talking, like the toothpick and kind of the neuroticness of it, mm-hmm. obsessiveness of it. Because you have to establish that it's kind of an obsession yeah. to a degree that it's, you're going to risk your life on top of a toilet seat. Yeah, I like jo- Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and I think he can have fun with this, which is what I kind of want to see because he he can do humor very well.
1: Oh yeah, it's very funny.
0: And he can do, and he can do, you know, some stand-up singing. Not actual singing, but you know, <laughs> lip sync battles. They just start lip sync battles. The dude the can middle.
1: actually sing too. I know. <laughs> and dance really credibly well. They're super talented. <laughs> All from Third Rock from the Sun. Which is a great show. So yeah. I know. <laughs> Uh, who'd you have? So I want someone who's who could do the wisecracking. I know can do the wisecracking and stuff, but um, I don't, I don't know why. I just the, the was the wisecracking part that I the mm-hmm. reason I picked Chris Pratt mm-hmm. because of that. Like I know he dies fairly soon in the movie, uh, but uh, yeah, and he's like one of our big actors right now for some reason.
0: Still the worst of Chris though. Hmm? Still the worst Chris apparently. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. Um. <clears throat> so, but yeah, I think you do. Well, I think, and no matter what, horror movies are fun for people to do. Mm-hmm. So, like, the fact that he gets to be covered in blood in a bathroom should be fun.
0: The fact that he has to, like, hold a toilet seat down. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, Chris Pratt. Also, why didn't they just get the gun
1: and shoot it? Because they didn't know it was in there?
0: Yeah, they knew it was in the toilet.
1: No, they didn't, hadn't seen it at that point, had they? They were
0: sitting on the toilet. But they
1: they hadn't seen what was in there.
0: I don't care. If (laughs) something's banging on the toilet after I flush it, I'm going to get a gun. Okay, okay. Or stick a dynamite or something. Yeah, true. Or kerosene and burn the whole place down. Shall we talk about
1: Pete? Pete? Yeah. So, Timothy Oliphant's character, Pete. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, We talked about Timothy.
1: Mm -hmm. Enough.
0: Who did you have? Um, Based off of his performance in jumanji i went with colin hanks okay ah you thought i was going weird
1: i'm like i'm trying to think i'm like kevin hart (laughs) i was trying to think of the inside the game people not the outside the game people it was outside the game
0: i love colin hanks colin hanks is great and i think he could be this like sly car salesman kind of like the down on his luck and i mean once again, it was a little hard when I was doing this because I was trying to find everybody that was similar in age because they, they're all supposed to be. And I was like, do I go young? Do I go old? Like, how how mm-hmm. long do I want to do this? And yeah, and so that's why, yeah. And Colin Hanks, I think, would just be a good choice for Pete. Sounds good. Who do you have?
1: I went with Diego Luna. Okay. Yeah. Um, don't know why. Just... <laughs> Well, no, he's he's a really good actor. I really enjoyed him in in Rogue One. He was great in Narcos. Like, he's just an all around amazingly talented yeah. actor, and I can't wait to see him in more stuff. Um, it was just because, yeah, I was doing the same thing. I was looking for people around the similar age, which is why I've chosen these these four men. Yeah, um, and like, yeah, he popped out. He was on the list, and I'm like, you know what? I really like him. I think because the thing is, I was trying to find people who could do the scenes of camaraderie. True. That, they, that they had in the movie, um, which is ultimately why I picked the first two who I picked the first two as. Mm-hmm. Um, but I figured that him, Chris Pratt, the other two people we picked, like, Diego did that in Rogue One. You could see, even though he was the distant side of the, the group, he was trying to be with them, right? Yes. So,
0: yeah. I don't remember what other film I know him from. Doesn't really matter. I feel like I've also... Well, I've used him before.
1: Oh, yeah. I've used him as well. Shall we talk about Thomas Jane?
0: Thomas Jane. The Punisher. The
1: Punisher. Who has also been in another Stephen King film. The Mist, the Mist. Which is an amazing, an amazing movie. Um, so, if anybody has not seen it, please go see The Mist. Um, he is also in a great sci-fi television show called The Expanse as mm-hmm. Joe Miller. He's only in the first couple of seasons. Um... He's been in other things. Well oh, yeah, he's been in lots of things. He has done tons and tons of work over the years. So but yeah, he's I really like Thomas Jane. I I don't think I think his version of the Punisher is good. It's not as good as the uh-huh. one from the Daredevil uh, show. Partnell. Yeah, John Bernthal. Burnthal. Um, though I think they're they're quite different. Well, um, I mean,
0: it's not as – it's not as – I was going to say gory. It's not gory. It's not as violent. Brutal. Brutal. It's not just that, but I'm,
1: like, more of, a, more of like, a motivation-wise. Yeah. Because, like, in The Punisher, the movie with Thomas Jane, he goes after the people who killed his family. Yeah. Because that's what the character does. It goes after people for punishment. Yeah. Right? Whereas in The Punisher show and stuff – he still goes people after the people but that killed people his came People came after him and then he retaliated. Yeah. Right? So just difference in motivations. Cause like he's just working as a construction worker in the first season,
0: right? Yeah, but he shows up in Daredevil first. True. Yeah. Which is he does go after
1: But then he gets them. And he and gets them then it's just and like, he's like, I'm good, I'm done. Like what does the, the but the punisher I think does, that, right? That was
0: kind of yeah, his yeah. his point was just he did what he set out to do. He yeah. sought his revenge but then he finds out other people wronged and then he just goes on a killing spree mm-hmm. i liked his version of the punisher i did not like the villain in the punisher movie john travolta
1: no. no don't forget he was all he was in scott pilgrim
0: though uh thomas jane yeah he was one of the vegan police yeah <laughs> <laughs> you partake of one chicken parmesan <laughs> chicken's, chicken's not vegan, vegan?
1: <laughs> still uh, love the line It's milk and eggs, bitch.
0: (laughs) Deveganize him. Uh, I love him. I'm sorry. I love when after Scott beats them, they, like, run away, and they're like, hi, (laughs) fuck, in the background in slow motion, and you're like, what? (sighs) If I was an actor, those are the roles I'd want to do. Just show up on a set for, like, a week and do, like, that and just go.
1: There are lots of actors who do that, and they become great character actors. Mm -hmm. So, anyway, who do you have? Who's your Henry?
0: My Henry? I went with Mr. Donald Glover. I love Donald Glover. Yeah,
1: so do I. He's amazing.
0: And I think, because we've talked about this before, he's a great comedian. Mm -hmm. And I think he could do a depressed psychiatrist really well. I'm sure he can. Comedians can usually go in those dark places sometimes. And be a little depressing. But then I also wanted him to bounce back and be funny. Yeah. Like, if you're going to do the gun scene, <laughs> if that's pivotal to the character, <laughs> I want that to just be as crazy as it looks. Yeah. Like, I almost don't want the other end of the conversation because I want the I want Owen to be driving and being like, what, what, what did I do? Like... <laughs> this is what I've thrown away right
1: after he goes give my gun back (laughs) yeah it's like I don't trust you
0: like what you're there okay that's great like I wanted that yeah and if you're gonna do that I want that to be like that beginning scene where you know he pretty much tells the guy you're gonna eat yourself to death it's not your fault blah 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 and then when he pulls out the gun just to be like and then when the phone rings he's like hey I was hoping to talk to you and he's like what are you doing yeah Right Like
1: but, but as much as that scene is okay, he then shoots the wall, and no one says anything. His secretary doesn't come in to me like, "Did you just
0: shoot yourself? Like-? Maybe, maybe it's a regular occurrence. She like comes in with another diploma and puts <sighs> it on the wall. Stop shooting your diploma,
1: please. <laughs> Stop trying to kill yeah. yourself.
0: But I love Donald Glover. yeah, I think he's a great actor, a um, great comedian and just yeah i yeah. think i and I, I like the fact that henry's the one that like basically saves the day at the end to some degree apparently he smothers mr gray with a pillow so let's see donald glover do that with his powers All right, he does shoot the worm with an mp5 at the very end well it jumps on his barrel
1: he shoots it still
0: yeah <laughs> so
1: yeah who'd you have um I'm with a person who um, I have never seen be lighthearted. He's mostly just a straight, dramatic-y type actor. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it'd be, as I said, these movies got to be fun. to like. Everyone I've seen on backstage on horror movies and stuff, depending on the horror movie, sometimes on movies about hauntings and stuff, they get a little creepy and weird. Mm-hmm. But most horror movies, the, the actors and stuff, have just a blast doing these things. Um, and it'd be fun to see Michael Fassbender cracking jokes hmm. so that's why I picked him I think he he has done so many amazing roles in movies even including horror movies as much as the Prometheus movies aren't
0: I was going to say though he, he does be a little lighthearted in 300 <laughs> True. you always forget about 300 he has, he has that's, one, that's one funny line
1: in 300 yes then we, <laughs> fight, then we will fight in the shade <laughs> you said we were going to fight in the shade <laughs> yeah but, yeah, I think he – and, like, no matter what, the dude is a professional and can do amazing work. So, yeah.
0: The scene with him teaching himself how to play the flute yeah. is creepy as it's shit. It's
1: creepy, and it's weird and stupid, but it looks so amazing, and the acting is just top-notch. and So,
0: so I don't know. That scene just, like, did not <laughs> sit well with me.
1: Yeah, because – you know, you blow and I do the fingering. Like, it's... But it,
0: I just kept anticipating him jamming it into the other ones. He does
1: that later, remember?
0: Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Fastbender. Fastbender. Okay, next is Jonesy. Played by Damien Lewis. Jonesy! Who I... I have used Damien Lewis a number, number of times in this.
0: I'm certain out. I've used him a couple times.
1: Um, can't remember he, why. He is phenomenal. I think his cast as him and band of brothers is like i know me and danielle watched that like four times we we love that miniseries um so yeah Yeah, he he's great um billions apparently is really good yeah i was gonna say i've seen him
0: on billions a couple times i remember him on homeland Mm -hmm. because i remember watching like the first season or so and like him on there was just great and I'm trying to remember, I've seen him in other things too, but like, yeah. He was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood as Steve McQueen. Ooh. Huh? Did he do his own stunt driving? I think he was just in a bar. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't uh, seen that one yet, but... No, I really, I really think he's a good actor.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Romeo and Juliet.
1: Yeah, apparently he was in a Romeo and Juliet movie. Not the Baz oh, Luhrmann one? No, with Haley Steinfeld and Douglas Booth. Ooh. Looks like... The most dangerous love story ever told.
0: Was he Mercutio? Uh, he was probably not. He was probably like one of the fathers or something. He was Lord Capulet. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So. Yeah. Where is my long sword? <laughs> sorry. I don't,
1: I don't know. I don't know
0: Juliet. Oh. Sorry. Did you never see the Basil I am Lerman? not a
1: fan of Baz Luhrmann.
0: <laughs> I liked his. I, <laughs> so, sorry. Side note on this. I really liked in that movie... The fact that they still talked about swords and knives and all that. Like, they kept the original dialogue, but it was all reference to the guns. Mm-hmm. Like, all the guns would say, like, long sword on the side of I it. Know. It
1: I was know. great. It looked stupid as shit.
0: Get out. <laughs> Get out. Who did you have? I went with Oscar Isaac. Nice. <laughs> yep. Because um, I think he, he can do the seriousness. And like ex machina, like he can do the craziness too.
1: God, that you've seen ex machina,
0: yeah, like that,
1: where he just like all of a sudden is dancing
0: with their other <laughs> robots. It's like, what is this movie? That movie is yeah. so weird, yeah, but it's great, yeah. Um, but yeah, like that, that, like he can be serious and he can be funny. And I think when you do the Mr. Gray and Jonesy talking to each other, like that's what i want like i want him to be like just serious and then just like because damien lewis did it so well it made me crack up when he like becomes mr gray and he like does a little weird smile thing and he's like oh ha, this
1: is and he has the super jolly british accent and you're like what
0: is this um gentlemen let's go right and i really wanted to see that so i think yeah like you said oscar isaacs is amazing Mm -hmm. so who'd you have
1: I'm with James McAvoy.
0: Okay. I had him down. Because of Split? Because of Split. Yeah. That was kind of the reason, too. I had to change it because he's like six years... No, he was six or like eight years older than the oldest guy on my list. Mm. Yeah, that's a little bit different. And I was like, I couldn't quite... (laughs) Like him and Donald Glover, I was like, they're too much... There's too difference. It's too much of a difference. So I wanted to do McAvoy, but... Yeah, but like, he's, but now you have McAvoy and Fassbender together again. That's why.
1: <laughs> no, I'm serious. I uh, know. Like, like to be honest, I had like a bunch of different people for these these parts. Mm-hmm. Um, I had like Simon Pegg and Nick Frost and more Martin Freeman. Like, I had those guys because I know they could be friends.
0: I almost went like, with Ben Affleck, Matt Damon.
1: They're they're a little too old. Yeah. Um, these guys are kind of in the middle part. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost had Seth Rogen and Jonah Hill and Jay Baruchel, but I didn't think they could do the Jonesy, Mr. Gray thing very well.
0: Um, it depends on who you did. I, yeah. I think Jonah Hill might have been able to pull that off. I don't think Seth Rogen would have yeah. been able to. So, But like I, I had
1: multiple different yeah. groups of people, and I ultimately just chose these two because I know how good their chemistry is together. And the chemistry between Henry and Jonesy is kind of the driving force between this <laughs> movie. Right. Like they're the ones out hunting together, they're the ones, right? So
0: Yeah. Yeah, and uh I was gonna say just McAvoy's cameo in Deadpool two is just hilarious. Oh yeah, McAvoy shows up in Deadpool two. Where does he show up in Deadpool two? When they're walking through the mansion and he's like, How come I never see any of the other and there's like they close
1: the door. Yeah.
0: McAvoy's sitting there. It's McAvoy Um Quicksilver and Beast, I think. Yeah. Quicksilver closes the door. Yeah, like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like yeah, we don't have the budget for them. <laughs> No, that's that's Deadpool one. <laughs> that's Deadpool yeah. one. Yeah, but yeah, I think like Split and oh, yeah, I'm Split. guessing Glass. I haven't still haven't seen that. Glass was amazing. Uh, like he did his, way more. His able ability to just like switch on the fly to different people, it's remarkable. I know other people can do that. I've seen voice actors do it like crazy. Oh yeah, some voice actors have entire conversations with themselves. Billy West did that with Farnsworth. Yeah, like he would often talk yeah. about how he would have conversations with himself between Zoidberg, Farnsworth and Fry. Yeah. And it's just like how do you do that? How do you keep that mm. straight in your head? Tara Strong does that. Um yeah. Tristan McNeil can do that. Maurice LaMarche, like all a lot of them can do that and it's it's a talent that I um I'm amazed by it because mm-hmm. I don't I have a hard time having conversations with
0: myself. Well think of Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> yeah. Griffin, like yeah. Peter uh um, Brian Stewie Brian Stewie. Peter. Yeah. Like yeah. just and when he has to sing with Stewie and yeah. and uh Brian, like yeah, like just the switching back mm. and forth is is yeah. amazing. Okay. hmm That's Dreamcatcher the name that doesn't make any sense. well because you know they made the dream catcher. And then Dundit Dundits was their dream catcher. I and I, that I, no. It was originally called Cancer and they should have kept it at that. Yeah, cuz that would have made way more sense. But but not as PC.
1: Where can they find us?
0: You can find us on all podcast streaming services, including Google Play. I was about to say Amazon. I'm like, I don't think we're on Amazon. Uh, iTunes.
1: Actually, we might be on Amazon Music. I don't know. We've never actually checked.
0: They do do podcasts and stuff. You might be able to find us. But anywhere you can find podcasts. Streaming services, we're usually on there. Look us up, recasted. Mm -hmm. Check us out on Facebook as well as Instagram, I think. Do we have an Instagram page? We don't. No, no. no. Danielle does. Danielle does. I do. You can check me out. I'm at the uh, Canuck Comic Guy store as well as on Etsy, Canuck Comic Guy store. One of these days I'm going to throw a uh, like discount we are on Amazon Music promo out of here one day so people will have to listen to us to get a promo discount code. Yeah, get the promo code. It's going to be Jack Black probably because that's who I go for. One day, we are on Amazon Music. And we're on Amazon Music. <laughs> Check it out. Number one podcast in the recasted area. <laughs> There have been other recasted, but we've outlived them (laughs) for sheer sheer will, (laughs) sheer will of our three hundred (laughs) episodes. I don't actually know what episode we're on. We're we're quite up there, yeah. We got we got a whole library. We're not quite at three hundred
1: because we've only been doing this for three years, and we only do fifty-ish episodes a year, right? So it's not even. We didn't. We did less this year,
0: but yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we're at episode I think thirty-three for season three, so we'll hit. For no no we won't even hit 40
1: we'll do something so. we'll we'll have some more episodes
0: so bonus episodes well stephen king month's almost over you got one movie which is definitely a horror film which is definitely a horror film which will be just in time for halloween so from all of us here at recasted go watch the shining Sh-na-na-na-na.